Hello, and welcome to In Bed With Books, the podcast where we talk about smutty fantasy with each other and with you. My name is Melissa. And I'm Bethany. And where else can you find us, Bethany? You can find us in a few places. On our website, inbedwithbookspod.com, and also on Instagram at inbedwithbookspod. We also have a Discord, which you can follow in the link in our bio. And then if you go to the description box below, check out those links and you can find us anywhere else. And uh, what are we talking about today, Melissa? Um, let's find out. All right. Okay. We're like just finishing bites of food. <laughs> it's fine. We're allowed to eat. Girls gotta eat. I try not to eat nuts while we're recording because it's just 10 minutes of me like, yeah, getting it out of your teeth and stuff. <laughs> That's how I'm with chips. I don't really like chips or crack. Like I like chips and crackers, but only for like comfortable situations where I feel comfortable, like sticking my fingers in my teeth, you know, and getting it out. Cause like I have, I have one wisdom tooth that came in in the back on just one side on the top Uh, and stuff does get stuck back there that I can't access. So I have to, yeah. So gross conversation over. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any of my wisdom teeth. All of mine were impacted. Nice. I mean, it was extremely painful, but (laughs) did you get it? Oh, you got them taken out. Yeah, I got all four of them taken out at once. Ouch. I was I was on anesthetic. I was out, so. Yeah. Yeah. But still, ouch. That just, like, <laughs> doesn't sound good. It was nice to be knocked out, I won't lie. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, but I feel like we just talked and saw each other. Oh, yeah. When was that? Um, um, last night. I think night. it was yesterday during our Twilight watch party. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... As someone who has not seen Twilight before, I just read the books. Until and, last night. Yeah, and discussed them. And then we got to watch, Twi- I got to watch Twilight for the first time last night. And it was really fucking good. I, yeah. the book, the, like you said, like the music and like the aesthetic is like so. Oh, it's, 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 I, <laughs> I've never seen a movie do it that well. Yeah. Yeah uh daddy charlie he's he's so good so he plays that's so funny because he does play in the sh- the netflix show made he plays a dad and he's like literally the same character maybe 10 years older yeah i think it was, obviously I mean, he it, was about 10 15 years older yeah and it's like the same character he's kind of distant <laughs> like he wears flannel like it's like he likes to play the pnw dad uh-huh. <laughs> he does it very well and yeah. i think the thing is like not to go like really like cinematic beauty on this but like you can see the like depths that he has because mm-hmm. he is like she they joke about him and and bella being private they don't really yeah. go out they don't have a lot of friends like but you can see how much he cares about Bella and you can see how much he cares about um about Jacob's dad because they're mm-hmm. such good friends and about Jacob more so in the next one um yeah he's never mean I think that's what like yeah. he's he's his kind of like quiet father fatherly vibes are never like scary even yeah. when he's got the gun like that bit where he's like well bring him in so i can beat him yeah it's not scary at all like it yeah. feels so you're like okay charlie that's fine whatever that's cute um <laughs> but yeah, he's not a like he's not a an, an intimidating dad yeah yeah which is nice and i and him and bella are a lot alike in that way yeah because she's kind of the same way and so they understand that about each other yeah yeah it's it's nice for her i think yeah because i don't want to shit on renee the mom yeah but she really does just like call and ask about boys yeah and like talks about her minor league 
baseball player husband who like I don't know I think it just rubs me the wrong way that Bella had to leave because she got this new husband who has to travel for work yeah which just yeah it doesn't sit with me well yeah so why can't he travel for work yeah like why do you have to do it together yeah why can't you just visit him occasionally yeah so yeah, yeah. so I am team uh team Charlie yeah team Charlie yeah team dad um yeah I mean I was it was a great movie Edward was great Robert Pattinson was divine <laughs> um he's I, such a good Edward he's he is Edward yeah like and Edward is he um I do think it was fun to kind of see Jacob like that whole introduction was cool um like you meet him before Edward you know because like they knew each other and stuff and like yeah they're um friends with family friends and stuff yeah um but yeah it was good it was definitely like one of those movies like I would like watch on a rainy day like yeah or like watch and just kind of have on in the background because it's just like one of those it's an easy easy viewing yeah 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 and you're like oh it's this part and then you stop and watch it I one of the like some of the music that I cycle through when I'm working during the day is like typically it's movie soundtracks or movie scores mm-hmm. and Twilight is one of them yeah so it's like Twilight or Lord of the Rings or Avengers or Narnia or something, but yeah, just the classics, you know? Yeah, exactly. The regs. Yeah, just the regs. Um, I did also see, quick tangent, that mm-hmm. there is a, and I can share the playlist with you, on Spotify, there's a playlist of all of the Lord of the Rings ebooks read by chapter. That's fun. Yeah. So you can almost like pick and choose a chapter if you wanted. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Here, let me pull it up real quick. Is it read? Have you listened to it at all? No. Like, is I'm the like, reading I, good I got yet? it saved because I'm just like yeah. scared of being too into it. And like this, and it's because it's. And then it's having to commit. Hours. Yes. And then it's like, that is perfect for me to close myself off from the rest of the world. Yeah. Not get anything done and just listen to this book. And so I need to at least start it. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking about, because I think I mentioned I've been doing like audiobooks while I work out. Mm -hmm. And so I think what I'm going to have to do is start it when I'm working out next, which should be the next day or so. But like, then I can just let it like set like a parameter for myself. So that way I don't overdo it. Mm-hmm. the number of times and this is how I know I'm getting old because I used to just watch a show like a Netflix show would come out and I would just sit all day and watch it yeah watch all 10 episodes or all eight episodes or yeah. all 13 episodes and it'd be fine because I didn't like I would just work nine to five at the office or I like if I got some coffee or some espresso in me like I'd be fine and it would just like revive me but now I'm like if I stay up all day or all night and then I watch or then I drink a lot of coffee i'm out of sync for like a week like it's so bad yeah and and i don't know how much of it is age how much of it is just chronically ill and how much of it is both so i have to like set guidelines for myself so i don't overdo things um so this is one of them (laughs) but it does make me think what else like could be on there Mm -hmm. um but back sorry back to the twilight conversation no, yeah, no, I am interested in because I got my Lord of the Rings books out of storage. Oh, yes. And the DVDs. So I have the extended versions. We got my dad the extended edition DVDs of The Two Towers when the, that came out, mm-hmm. because at the time when we were all into it. And then I got Return of the King for Christmas one year, but we never got Fellowship because oh. so we don't have them we just have the two and of course I took dad's <laughs> well yeah um and Jamie like took Jamie has um my sister has the whole like mm-hmm. books that they're these old ones from the 60s pocket books oh, like fuck, collection yeah. of them 
And I'm like, how did she get those? <laughs> Cause I, that's, those are the ones that I read, like oh, were those cute. little pocketbooks. So I do yeah. need to, I do need to find those, like buy some, you know, yeah. find them at a thrift store or something. Cause they were really cool. Um, that's the version of the Hobbit that I have. Mm-hmm. I've got like the yellow. I think the Hobbit's yellow. I think the one that I have is green. Okay, maybe I've got like the one of us. So I've got two copies of the Hobbit. One is like a classic, like the greenish color. Or at least I remember that the, the title was green. Mm-hmm. But then I had like a picture. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I've got like a Barnes and Noble special edition, which is like larger. It's not a pocketbook, but it has like a pretty cover. So. Yeah. Yeah. I like so it's that forgiven one. for not being. Yeah. A I like book. that one. I don't think I have the Hobbit. That's kind of sad. I like it. I, I mean, like. I read yeah, that. I, I like it better than Lord of the Rings, the book in that it's just easy. If I wanted to pick it up and read it again, I could. Yeah. Whereas with Lord of the Rings, it's like, if you're doing that, it's, it's an endeavor. Like I just, yeah. I have to isolate specific uh, set specific boundaries yeah. for, for reading yeah. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And I have the Barnes and Noble special editions of, or not special editions, it's just the Barnes and Noble, like editions of the Lord of the Rings that I bought in high school. And they're pretty tattered because they've been in storage, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I kind of like them better that way. They're you know, where they're in. a little, they're a little yellow on the edges. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, Okay. What okay, are so we... final thoughts on Twilight the movie? Final thoughts on Twilight movie? I mean, I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Okay, I'm really cool. excited to hear about New Moon um, or hear about it. I'm really excited right. to watch it. Yeah. I'd um, love to set up a time for that. Yeah. Especially, so... okay. Also, for everybody listening, we fully, like, we loved doing the watch party on Discord. It was super fun. I did not realize I was going to enjoy doing that as much as I did. Yeah, that was really fun. Like, I several times I was, like, laughing out loud. Same. I felt like, I felt like Donna and Parks and Rec when they watch, like, that scary movie. Yeah. And she's, she's like, like, live tweeting. tweeting. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh, no, bitch, you can't, or something like that. And yes. it was like. Um, and then I, the guy who comes up and he was like, you know, those, those tweets were very not safe for work. You should tag those. And she was like, if you don't like it, don't follow it. Yeah. Yeah. She's fucking right. I was like a couple of times I was like, oh no, what are we saying to each other in public? And I was like, you know what? This is like what, this is what discord, discord is. Yeah. yeah. This is what we wanted it to be is yeah. to say the cringy shit that we can't say. Yeah. Otherwise. Yeah. No, it was super fun. There was at one point when we both made the same emoji, like <laughs> within seconds he, <laughs> for the like, same moment. It was the, it was the moment he, like, in between the rocks and yes. he puts his arms over her. And then I was like, she, we like, both made into it too. Yeah. And then we both did like the eyeball emoji, <laughs> like literally within seconds. And then I was laughing so hard. <laughs> that is exactly what the watch party was made yes. for. Yeah. So yeah, we're going to be doing these I think our original plan was once a month, but honestly, I watch enough movies that I might just have them in there regularly. Yeah, that would be really fun because the thing is, is I don't watch a lot of movies because it like, it requires like a lot of attention that I just like Mm -hmm. can't find. Like if, like it's different than shows, you know, shows you just kind of have on. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Yeah. Well, Um, movies are an hour and a half to two hours. Yeah. And and it's like, it's something I feel like you do with people. Yeah. And and so usually when Milo and I watch a movie, it's like at night and I fall asleep. <laughs> so I liked this because it was like I had like I was actively engaging with it. Yes. And that's what I really like about it. And so I, I would love to watch more movies. I do think we need to start a list. Yes. Do you want to know like the I've seen movies alone. I used to eat i go to restaurants alone. I'd see movies alone. This is just like Melissa was an only child and occupied herself, yeah. but is also now an adult and occupies herself. Yeah. So I love watching movies alone. We, okay. I did go and see um, The Favorite by myself in London. I was going to say like, we were in London. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was like, I have to see this movie. Like, <laughs> yeah, I have to. Um, and it was so fucking good. And I, and I, I don't think, I think you said you hadn't seen it. So that would be a fun one to like watch together. That would be. Yeah, because it's um, really fucking good. The first movie I saw alone... Okay, I'm not going to name... Okay, so the first movie I saw alone was the remake of Karate Kid or like Karate Kid 3, whatever it was with Jaden Smith. 
uh-huh. in high school because, and I will not name names because of the off chance that I accidentally out this girl. Um, a friend in high school wanted to meet up with a guy she was seeing. Mm-hmm. And so we were supposed to go together. Mm-hmm. So I just saw the movie. Yeah. So, and she okay. met up with her guy. Yeah. <laughs> that was probably like the first act of rebellion I ever did. Right. And it would take several more years for me to do anything else. But um, what's that movie? I, I did go see another movie in theaters by myself. It was, uh, uh, what's that movie with Amy Poehler? And it's the, um, it's the Disney like, um, anima- animated. Inside Out? Inside Out. I was going to say yes. Upside Down. I was like, that doesn't sound right. I saw was that. It, it was really good. Okay. Yeah. That one I've been hesitant to watch because like, I know it's going to make me cry. Oh yeah. So, okay. So we'll have to make a list. We'll have to do like Disney watch parties, period pieces, watch parties. Oh God. Disney. I need to watch like Encanto with more people. I, yes. I've only seen it once and I was getting like my hair done. So I was kind of distracted, but the opening yes. scene made me sob. Yeah. Um, quick Melissa's history. Yes. Um, my, I want to say great, great grandma mm-hmm. came to the United States after her husband died. Mm-hmm. And so like that opening scene, it was like that movie came out literally weeks after my grand, my uncle had told me like how our family came to the US. And so like uh-huh. watching this, like basically what happened was that my grandma was married in love. They had like nine kids. Mm-hmm. Um, because Catholic. Yeah. Um yep. and also like turn of the 20th century. Yeah. So like what is birth control anyway? Um and her options were basically remarry or be mm-hmm. broke. And she was like, fuck that. I love my children. I love their their father. I'm not going to... Because like at that time, when you remarried, the kids from the previous marriage were suddenly, suddenly second fiddle because it was not the husband's right. kids, you know? Um, and her brother was already in San Antonio at the time. And he was like, come out here. Start a new life. And yeah. I did. Aww. So she, on her own, took her like brood yeah of which i am descended yeah and yeah and so like i was watching that where she like loses her husband and she's all alone with her kids suddenly and i was like oh no here it comes and just sobbed generational trauma yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) unintentional yeah um so yeah so i was glad the first time i watched it alone but i want to watch it with other people now my mom won't watch it with me because my aunt watched it her sister and we yeah. were talking about it one day in front of her, and she was like, "No, no, no! You tricked me into watching Coco. I'm not watching it." Yeah. <laughs> so, I've scarred her. It, but... Yeah, it hits home. Yeah, and not to be like so boxy, but that's exactly why you have to yeah. make these kinds of movies. Yes, because absolutely. there has to be something for everyone to connect to. Yes. Yeah. Not not everyone can connect with, you know, the white <laughs> story. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, what is it? Rapunzel's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. but not everybody's a princess mm-hmm. um one of my favorites also and it has its problems but one of my favorites is princess and the frog because mm-hmm. i have just... not seen that oh it's a good one it's a really yeah. good one okay okay so <laughs> uh disney we'll do a disney series it'll be great yeah. <laughs> um, okay but why are we here today we're no, here today so yes because we want to talk about gleam Yes. The um, third in Plated Prisoner series by Raven Kennedy. Um, This is the third installment of Aaron's journey to self-empowerment. Yes, herself. (laughs) Yeah. Finding herself. the best book. It is. So far. Yeah. It is. It did. That sounded like a thing. It did um, take about halfway for me to like really start being like oh shit like this yeah. is good and it's not just because of the sex scenes but yeah <laughs> I feel they like the plot really role. they did play a big role in like 
waking me up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I'm awake. I'm awake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. We're, we're picking okay. up. Yes. We're doing this. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm game. Let's go. Um, and then uh and then the kind of the plot started picking up, and I felt like the climax was like the climax. Um uh it was great. Like the ending. Yes, it I will say, okay, because we've had we've had our qualms with like the way she can feel so weak sometimes Mm -hmm. because it can be really difficult to read her like only so slowly processing and getting out of that space yeah and i think even though she stuck to her guns more Mm -hmm. in this book the first half was still her in that space like it was her like she was stepping out of the door. Or she was at least like looking out of the door. The door was fully open for her, but she wasn't ready to like, she hadn't taken the first step. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. She, she was like, she knows she doesn't want to go back into the room and the room is where like Midas and her cage is. Yeah. Metaphorical room. Yeah. But taking that step forward, because I can get that. I can get like the moment she realizes and accepts that she no longer likes Midas is the the moment she has to acknowledge that she has essentially like for lack of a better word wasted the last 15 years mm-hmm. of her life yeah um unlike lies on yeah. soft like soft pretty lies and that that is why like it's it's that that little um it's not even little but like that really sums up why people stay in abusive relationships Mm -hmm. i don't think everyone's quite as or i I guess i can't speak to that but i i can't say how many people are as willfully ignorant like she firmly believes that she loves midas and that he does good things and that he's Mm -hmm. a good person um but acknowledging that that's not the case Mm-hmm. it changes your entire worldview and like that is why when like I, i'm very i love that that meme that's like i support women's rights but I, more importantly i support their wrongs because like it always in media it's always coming after they've been abused after they've been yeah. wronged aggressively and it's like you can't like yes they're responsible for their actions but you can't dictate how they decide to react once that worldview is shattered yeah um yes yes exactly no I agree because um I felt like the the first book felt like whatever the first book the second book had that kind of ending where she kind of literally breaks out of the cage yes yes (laughs) um and I feel like like some books like for example Akatar. Because <laughs> everything comes Are back to Akatar. I think so. It's I feel just like I easy. Heard you talk about it. <laughs> it's just easy because mo- I feel like it's, I feel like most people who listen to us have probably heard of it or at least read it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, Farah has kind of her like moment. And then she just becomes depressed for a couple months. And this is like, this is what happened. Like you have your kind of earth, the tower, mm-hmm. you know, the tower tarot card. Yes, it just, yeah. it just crumbles. And then you have a moment of like, yeah, my life's been wasted. Who am mm-hmm. I anymore? You get kind of breaking down until you're built back up. Um, and I don't think actor is the only book that kind of does that kind of trope, but this one just felt. I, Cause even in blood and ash, like it felt a little bit more like of a succinct growth yeah coming from it um this was kind of like it was like a record playing a record playing a record playing a record playing and then she like breaks the record player yeah and then a different record plays i you know I really and then like <laughs> your comparison to the tower card so like the tower card and the death card tend to get really um misunderstood mm-hmm. they're like they're they're viewed as really dark and they're like they're kind of related and so i would argue that like akatar and blood and ash deal with more of like a death card 
-hmm. Whereas, so like a death card is where something comes to an end naturally. The forces of nature have kind of like flowed easily and it's like a nice transition. Death isn't necessarily difficult. It's just like, oh, like this one phase of my life ended like when we trans transition from our masters back into normal life or into normal life when we entered right. into our master like it was end of a specific period beginning of a next period the tower card however is when something's been put off for so long and it's like ruptured yeah you haven't let it actually follow the course of time that it needed to or you haven't seen the truth of the matter the tower is like secrets revealed it's mm-hmm. like um it's and it's incredibly go ahead ahead. I was just gonna say and it's very traumatic yes exactly like it's it's unexpected in that you thought you had control over the thing that you didn't want to happen happening yeah but it's expected in that it has needed to happen for so long that it's forced itself out yeah and that is quite literally what happens at the very very end of the book yeah Yes, yes of this book yes yeah and so it's I feel like generally in fantasy arcs like this, it happens usually in the first book or during the second book, mm-hmm. not to compare, comparing to Akatar, but like, yeah, it's yeah. this, it took three books to get to that point. And so we had mm-hmm. to kind of sit with these records playing of like her kind of inner dialogue about like um, figuring things out. Um, and so now, now I feel like this book really, this book really established her relationship with rip not only Mm -hmm. physically but emotionally and um as a race as well because they're both fae Mm -hmm. and then it also established her need for a network because i mean last book we all saw her she was alone 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 the saddles wouldn't like care about her like even the um what are they called wrath like the group Mm -hmm. uh rips group like she didn't have Digby back yeah she didn't have Digby um this one was kind of like the colliding of all of that Mm -hmm. um where she is kind of there is kind of a moment with Rissa where Mm -hmm. they they have this kind of understanding and they seem to be a little bit more than just like um friends that have uh what is it called blackmailed each other yeah (laughs) you know yeah um, they became actual like, oh, like, no, like I'm doing this because I care about you, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then getting like genuine connection with Rip on a sexual level, which, which was important for her, um, given her like background and then as like a prostitute. Yeah. Not even a prostitute. She was a sex slave. Um, and then with, uh, Digby, like that reunion reuniting kind of with Digby and and also like becoming familiar with like Lou and Osric and Judd Judd is his name Mustard yes so it yeah so it just felt really exciting like she was like opening up to it she was allowing herself to like have this network because she knew she needed it Mm -hmm. whereas in the last book it was all around her but she was like not ready to take it because she was like still like cleaved so much to like Midas so it was really exciting to like finally see her like we're like I remember last last uh book we were like she needs a friend like yes (laughs) she needs a therapist she needs a friend like yes yeah and she needs a good fuck like yes (laughs) yeah a real one all three so yeah so I felt like yeah it was definitely a coming home book yeah yeah and like it really kind of drove the nail in on the fact that she has fully left Midas's like mind games mm-hmm. that she was allowing herself that space. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so Risa real quick. Yes, because we don't do we don't really know where she goes at the end of the book. Yeah, she's kind, kind of, of- uh, at least if in <laughs> I'm not I'm not reliable always but like if she did I don't remember it I don't think Same. if we it learned a shit yeah. show at the end like yeah. in the book not yeah. the book itself <laughs> yeah 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 and gold is falling everywhere yes it was people pretty dying, chaotic yeah people. yeah yeah um it quite literally the tower is collapsing yes I still like Risa even yes, though so like 
Osric is very quickly to be like, we need to kill her. Mm-hmm. Um, and the rest of the Wrath seem pretty supportive of that idea. But I think now on the other side of all of the bullshit, Arryn's really, like, she's really conscious of the fact that Reese is kind of in a similar place that she was in that she can't, she can't get something for nothing or she can't just, like, be Arryn's friend. Like, Arryn has the ability to save her. Mm-hmm. And so, like, why shouldn't she? Yeah. And going back to, like, a consistent conversation that we've had on here, which is that, like, when deprived of resources, humans are left to only a mm-hmm. certain number of choices. Mm-hmm. And not all of them are great. Yeah. Because it's about survival. Whereas, like, or Arn's very literally offering her the resources that she needs to not have to struggle anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I, I do still trust Risa. I think it, co- it could go either way. It could go either way, honestly, because yeah. not everyone can heal properly. Um, well, and I think, I, feel- I think Mist is a good example of that. That's what I, yeah, I, I feel like Mist is far more like she thinks she's getting the resources that she needs to not suffer anymore, but she's not. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I like, I kind of like if Risa does end up on the healing side of that, it will be kind of exciting to see. I kind of like then how that unfolds. Yeah. You know, that she is, she is incredibly untrusting and um, she doesn't like, you know, Aaron or anything. Mm-hmm. And then just kind of this begrudging need for Aaron. And yeah. then Aaron's kind of need for that, for that kind of connection to her past in that way. Because yeah. it does sound like she's kind of being now transported into a different, like, community altogether um yeah, so that having that that understands yeah yeah exactly exactly yeah so yeah, yeah. I, I, I still trust risa yes same but i think the fourth book's out right yes i think it just yeah it is out glow yes right? yeah. so and i think there's gonna be one more after that i don't know i thought i saw something that there was like gonna be another one and i was like really because that's okay. a lot i feel like there's a lot of books but i should look that up real quick um, yeah, we've read six books before, so. Yeah. Um, okay, so unrelated to all of this, I like that Melina is still, like, she's, like, she's kind of, she's kind of terrible still. I kind like of love worst. that she's terrible. And we just get to see her fall lower and yeah. lower in every chapter. Um. Yeah, exactly. I kind of like, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no I was just going to say, like, the fact that she's still got that fortune teller with her, mm-hmm. I really can't help but think that he might be. I like, I said it before. I you don't. He he comes up as a peddler and he pretends, and she insults him at first. And in mm-hmm. fairy tale, that fucking seals your fate. Yeah. So I'm really excited that like he's still engaged. Yes. With the story. And I feel like we keep saying this, especially like since book two, which really, I mean, it has been that long, but like the fact that we keep getting her story and it still feels kind of disconnected to the point of Aaron's story Mm -hmm. tells me that there is some bigger role to play. Which is kind of exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, there's something kind of relieving about that. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like the peddler like plays a role in that. Oh God. Yeah. Like he's from, he's someone's cousin or brother or something, maybe. Or he's, like, from, like, the Fae yeah. land. Yeah. Which I can't remember the name of right now. But, um, also, I forgot, never mind, hold on. <laughs> Something else to do with the peddler. Um, or also with, with Melina. So, okay. Now that Midas is gone, I don't know, would they, I don't, okay. Do you remember Atlantis? Yes. The, the movie? movie? Yeah. Do you remember when, like, at the very, very end, when, like, they're trying to steal her and she's, like, possessed by the power? And the head villain, um, the, like, commander, cuts his arm and he kind of turns into that, like, ice zombie. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. I'm wondering because the gold in there was alive. 
they talk about how the gold is alive when the tower is falling, when the castle is falling. Because mm. it, it, I don't know, it feels, I don't know if we would change villains that quickly just straight to Kyla, who, by the way, I right. fucking love. Yeah. But real um, quick, though, the, yeah. um, there, there was some foreshadowing that Rip had said about if we kill Midas, two more, vill- like two more monsters creep up. Okay. So remember, so, do you remember that? Cause it was like, which is kind of a saying, but I yeah. think it's interesting that they said that because there, there was tons of times where Rip was like, I will kill him if you want me to. And she was like, no, she kept saying no, mm-hmm. because, um, I don't want to make you the villain in this. And yeah. so when she ends up killing him, I'm wondering if that would like kind of make sense if like, um, that maybe wasn't the best. Yes. Yeah time or whatever i wonder if we are gonna get the like midas can gold touch things now oh yeah because this was like an entirely different way for her to change things to gold yeah yeah and we could be entirely wrong and people are, have already like read book four and they're like wow, yeah they're, they're so like wow <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um <laughs> i mean okay another reasonable path to go down would be that it becomes a battle of queens because mm-hmm. Queen Kyla could claim that they're already married. Right. Because the betrothal was common knowledge. Yeah. And then Queen Molina could reveal herself as not being dead. Yeah. Because that's like the problem when you claim somebody is dead before you have evidence yeah. or before you have the head. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Queen Kyla is badass. Yes, she is. I loved how matter of factly she was just like, well, I was going to deal with you too, but now that I hear you're planning to leave or not, not planning. Now that I hear that you're having your liaisons with the commander. Yeah. That won't be an issue. Like just straight up to her face tells her that she was going to kill her. The balls on that woman. I love yeah. it. Like there was a moment when I was like, oh, maybe like she would, will be good. Like good for Arn. Like, yeah. She'll <laughs> just want to get her out of the picture. And she, I have, I had a feeling that she was plotting with Midas to eventually kill him. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, she doesn't know that he isn't the gold touch. Yep. Yet. And so then I was, then it was going to be interesting if she like ended up killing Midas and then had to like go find the gold touched or something. And like, yeah, yeah, no, I it would have. Now she knows that it's, yeah. it's her. Now everyone yeah. knows it's her. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I'm rearranging myself on my goblin chair. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm still in love with this chair. Yeah. So at the end of the book, she's passed out because Rip Slade has pa- like knocked her out basically with his power. We have no proof she's actually going to wake up. Digby, her father. And I will take no comments on that from anybody. <laughs> yeah digby her father has um (laughs) come back seemingly from the dead to save his child Mm -hmm. um i don't know who the villain is now i think that's part of like and i i don't think that's an entirely bad thing yeah it's kind of in it's kind of exciting yes because like we have no idea what's going to happen going into book four yeah Okay, so I know I just said that I trust Risa. Risa could very well go with Queen Kyla. Yeah. But that doesn't entirely mean that either of them are the villain. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I kind of want to see what happens with that. Yeah. I want Queen Kyla to be like, I kind of want her to like get with Risa. <laughs> I want her to be like a chaotic good character. Yes. Like we never really know where her allegiances lie, but she never entirely wants like the bad thing to happen, you know? Yeah. And I got to respect a woman who knows to play the game or knows how to play the game as well as mm-hmm. she does. Like Melina thinks she's playing the game. Melina yeah. is throwing fits left and right. And that is all yeah. she's doing. Yeah. Kyla is like kicking ass. Yeah. She plays the game better than Midas does. Cause there's, there's a moment when she's talking with, uh, with Aaron and Aaron is thinking, she's like, I think Midas just met his match and he fucking did. Yeah. Um, so I do, as much as I'm glad to see Midas dead, I do wish that we'd been able to see that a little bit more between them. Yeah. 
like see them actually get married and him realizing that he fucked up hardcore yeah um okay sorry hey no i am interested to see um if midas is really dead same they give me shivers yeah and we go ahead no 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 go ahead i was gonna say like we had kind of talked about it earlier just just how much of a villain he became like Mm -hmm. he was always kind of disgusting but then when we are revealed the truth that he was the east baron Mm -hmm. and he was actually Mm -hmm. like the the head of this like huge slave trade and like all of that stuff like you realize like how disgusting he was and then also how there's that point at the end when he is um or when when Oren's like I always knew Midas he doesn't have power and I always knew that he was like um powerful but I didn't realize just how much how powerful he had gotten like in Mm -hmm. the last like year or whatever like since uh, she was gone because he had to he didn't have her um to just like give people gold to and so he probably kind of had to um rely on his politics but um yeah so he like really became like um like he was always nasty but it kind of like reached a different level where you were like oh shit like he could like you know because when rip kind of enters the picture you're like oh like rip is he's king rot like he no one can no one can like touch him right but then like who but then like midas became like a a sincere threat like yeah which was um kind of exciting because Midas was just kind of like he's just kind of this like gross yeah like booby you know mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't he, know before then it felt like all of his power was from Aaron so like at the very yeah. beginning of the book she holds a lot of we believe that she holds a lot more power mm-hmm. but he had power long before he met her yeah he used yeah. her to get more, but he yeah. knew how to command a room. Yeah. He knew how to like draw yeah. fear from people and use that to get them to do what he wanted. And so when he starts to lose control of her, that's mm-hmm. I think that's why we see that part of him because yeah. he doesn't have her to help him not be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Not to be all like, oh, he's only good because of her. Like, no, no, no. He like That was all he was showing yeah exactly like without her power he has to have something else to to hold his his, like grip on things yeah and so she really just revealed like the true him yeah and it does whether or not our theory is true on him being alive still it does seem rather fitting that he dies by her hand yes he needs to yeah yeah for sure yeah yeah okay so i woke up around (laughs) 50 percent when and i love the sex scenes i love that they just went into it like there's not like we've kind of had a lot of emotional slow burn and yeah like there's like some like admiring of the body and you know he kind of saw her naked once but it's been mostly emotional because she's just like not been ready yeah um but i like that um you know it's not like a like she's not a virgin. So yeah. then like there's not like this, but she's never been like touched in this way. So it really starts off like into like intimate in that way. Mm-hmm. Where she she really does have to like I mean obvi- and like once she's really started to like trust him, then um then she was kind of able to experience sex in this like good way that was like centered around her, which is exciting yes. for her. And she also, like, she does kind of point blank say she didn't know that sex could actually feel good. Yeah. Which is, like, tragic. Yeah. In so many ways. Yeah. Um. So it's nice that we got to just jump into it. And, like, mm-hmm. the first, I think it's the first one, but it's in his point of view. Yeah. Yes. Because it the chapter changed. And I yes, was like, like right when I w- we were about to get started. And then I heard a male voice because I was listening to it. And I was like, yes. It's like I was like I need to hear I like it when they do that I like hearing mm-hmm. the men's side of it you know and I felt and like I, that I, that was uh perfect for that scene I kind of like that it was the actual sex the first like sex between them was his point of view 
Yeah. Yeah. Because that's like, we've, we've been in her head so much about like her trauma and she has the flashbacks and mm -hmm. like how she doesn't want to be touched. And like, we know from the first or the previous chapter that she is very much consenting to this. Yes. But also we get into his mind and we know that like, there's not an ill will yes. at all. And I think we needed that to be like fully officially sure mm -hmm. that it was good. given the, given the circumstances. Yes. And given her past, like, yes, it can be very easy to get into like a character's head when they're acting or like when they've had these experiences. Mm -hmm. And so like, if you go in being a little bit more protective of Aaron, you can be sure from his, like, his thoughts that he doesn't have any kind of want to control or to, like, domineer. He wants to dom her, like, yes. be dominant, but he doesn't want to own her. And he even says yes. that. She's like, I don't think that's, like, he asked something about, like, because they, they're saying that they want to give all of themselves to each other. Yes. And so he asks something, like adjacent to who owns you yeah and she's like i don't want anyone to own me but i don't think that's what you mean and he's like no it's not and you know it's not because you're in his head yeah yeah it's good yeah it is good i liked that there was that understanding very necessary I, for that yes because i because i do agree it was like nice to from the beginning to hear that Aaron was really into it mm -hmm. and then um and then to hear Rip's side of like his true intentions. Um, yeah. He's very uh, vocal. Yes. Yes. Yeah. This was the first. Um, and I mean, I think you can like quote us on this, but who <laughs> was it that said that Rip was a dad? I believe that was like a daddy, like a true daddy before <laughs> yeah. he was even like, a th like we knew he was like Faye I think we were like oh yeah Rip's daddy like that exactly like yeah. and and I was just kind of like okay it's gonna be kind of you know it's definitely gonna be fun but I wasn't expecting like oh okay no really like he is yeah. like this is I haven't heard this kind of like relationship before which I kind it's of kind appreciate of strange. yeah of just like his dirty fucking mouth I was like I was, I was Aaron. I was like, because even, I mean, not that I'm like, as like, I don't have like her same past or anything, but like, she was even like surprised yes. at like what he was saying. And she's like, yeah, had like a lot of partners, but it was just, it's a different kind of in intimacy. And this yeah. one line where he talked about like, okay, fast forward, like 30 seconds real quick, if you don't want to hear the line, but he talked about like milking his cock. Yes. And I was like, that's the point when I was like, Holy shit. <laughs> like the other stuff I was like, Oh, that's all pretty. Like that's, it's pretty tame. He's just like talking dirty. He's like talking about how he wants her and stuff. And then he said that line and I was like, Holy fuck. Like, yeah. No, he's not fucking around. No, he is not. He means, ex he means exactly what he says. Yes. And like, I think context is important. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't like, that terminology milking um, i don't i will be yeah. honest there's i i generally don't but it, it was okay here you know i felt yeah. like it was uh, for me it, it, it wasn't too much for me i guess yeah but yeah. it's not something i'm like oh i love it when they see that kind <laughs> yeah. of thing so yeah <laughs> i do think it really just drove home the fact that he is being extremely raunchy yes um and then I do kind of want to go back to her past real quick in yes. relation to this whole scene. So like, I will be honest, I was almost, like, I, I was kind of worried about how their first sex scene was going to go mm -hmm. because of the way that sex has been portrayed mm -hmm. in the book previously, in the, mm -hmm. in the series previously, I should say, like from literally the first chapter of the first book. Yeah. Um. But the way that we the way that she shows consent mm -hmm. and the way that we get confirmation from his internal dialogue yeah. about his own like you said his own true intentions yeah i think really makes up for some of that like 
like grossness. Yeah. Cause she doesn't shy back from it. Like we've said before, like massive trigger warning on this, yeah. on this series. Yeah, but absolutely. I think this is the first book where the, like the, it's the pendulum starts to shift more towards a positivity mm-hmm. and a, like a healthier relationship with sex. Mm-hmm. And that directly relates to the fact that Aaron is healing. Yes. Yeah. Because you have to be ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. And she, she felt uh, safe with Rip. Mm-hmm. What else did he do? There was that. There was that he was other. her out Dang. at the camp. Oh my God. What did he say? He said like something about her smell or her taste. And I just about lost my shit. He didn't want her to bathe. He was trying to. <gasps> yes! Yeah. He was trying to like stall her so she couldn't bathe before the sun came up. Yeah. He's a nasty yeah. boy. And he was like, I guess it's just the dirty fae in me. And I was like, boy, you better shut up. Well, I like too that he's, oh yeah, because he doesn't, he he could tell that he could smell him himself. on her. Yes. And he wanted to make sure that he could continue to do that and smell him, her on him. Yeah. Even though he's the only one that really can. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. That, yep. that was good eating out because she'd never been eaten, eaten out before. That's tragic. But also yeah. straight men, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing Midas, that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I had to, like I told you, I, I texted you and I was in the Costco bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I and I was like, breathe. I was like, I'm I not like breathe. rubbing one out or anything. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just like, I needed to take a break. <laughs> yeah. Because I'd just been like in the car listening to it. And I was like, oh God. <laughs> I couldn't yeah I couldn't have done it I, I would have just like just like right, listen to home. it in public a, a yeah. nice long shower I need a nice cold and long shower yeah <laughs> yeah yeah okay also just throw back to book one I fucking knew Digby wasn't dead yeah I refused to you believe said it, it. I you said it I refused to believe he was dead we didn't see a body he wasn't dead yep and it feels like retribution like we're getting Victor back in the next yes. a light in the flame it was so sad though because he was like like when when she entered the cell and i can't remember i think it was like she became conscious mm-hmm. or no it was um oh god it was the the horrible scene where her ribbons were cut oh, off yeah um and then she was later put in the cell and she saw digby and he was just all like bruised and like raspy voiced and like just like completely beaten to a pulp and it you you were just like your heart just broke because you weren't sure because that was kind of like the major thing was like you weren't sure if he actually did have digby or mm-hmm. if this was all just like so it it almost kind of felt sweet in the sense that she was working hard to turn things gold because for digby yeah um, so even though she didn't really know, and even though he got beaten anyways, yeah, she still knew that she did every like she did everything he could. And I actually like loved her a bit more for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, but then there was like the time when they were like um handling her to like put dew leaves in her um mouth and like they put them in her mouth and they like held her nose. Like it was really violent so that yeah. she had to, she had to swallow it. And she said, and my body betrayed me and swallowed it. And it was just like really yeah. uh, terrible. Um, And then Digby was just sitting there like helpless and like trying. And it was just like so sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Them f- force feeding her reminded me of like early 20th century suffragists went on like mm-hmm. food yeah. strikes on like hunger strikes. And then they'd be arrested and like force fed food. Mm-hmm. Like they would put tubes down their throats mm-hmm. and then like put food. Yeah. Just directly into them. For many of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Digby's alive. And that's Digby's all that matters. Fucking alive. It, it feels like the start of like the dad revolution for me. Like the yeah. book Dad Revolution. Yeah. Um and he's in the company of Wrath. 
which is good. Yes, and he doesn't fear wrath, like the, the epilogue when he's like, mm-hmm. you better fix her, boy. Mm-hmm. And even even Slade is like, no one's called me boy Boy ever. before. And I yeah. love that. I love yeah. that because he's like, he's just going to be his dad too. Yeah. <laughs> and he like, okay. Slade's going to have to earn Digby's respect. Yeah. Um, oh, that's going to yeah. be so fucking hella cute. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here for it. Okay, I'm excited for the next one. Same. So the next one is Glow. Okay. And then there is a new one, and it's Gold. Finally. Yes, I, that's right. I remember her announcing that, and she was yeah, like, this is so, going to be the last one. Yes, and so I don't think it comes out yet, but let me see when it uh, I think it's debuts. next year. Uh, June 2023. Fuck yeah. So that'll be the uh, conclusion of... <laughs> Yeah. Of Aaron and Rip, but yeah. And I was just thinking timeline wise, we can probably do that one as a new release. Yeah. That that would probably work out because we'll do the next one during our winter season. And then that's the winter season. We'll do the next one during the spring season. Okay, yeah. And then it'll be like the summer. Yeah, and then the summer season. Yeah. Yeah. We can like start with that one. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. All right. Any last thoughts? last thoughts last thoughts um i like that it's being alluded to that the rest of the wrath have powers Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um because it does sometimes the way it's been written so far it makes it seem like actually only royals happen to have powers Mm -hmm. but in fact others tend to have smaller powers Mm -hmm. and so it just happens to be like of the royal family, whoever has powers can take po- can take like the throne, but not right. that only royal family members right. have powers because we've already found Luz. Um, what was Luz again? It was that she can like redirect people's attention, so she can sneak um, around. But she didn't detect Kyla. Oh, because it was when like it was when Lou was returning. Aaron to the uh to the castle after their like night at the camp and everything when Kyla kind of surprised them and that's when Aaron realized that Kyla had definitely heard her say like better than spending time with that gold prick much better like mm-hmm. that shit so somehow she was she evaded Luz um which it might have just been the fact that so Lou said that she can detect when people or she can feel when people are paying attention to her and she redirects it. Uh-huh. But if none of the guards were actually paying attention to her and Kyla just pulled the words towards her because that's her power, uh-huh. then Lou wouldn't have been able to detect it. So that makes right. sense, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we, we need Lou to be loyal. Yeah, I, I don't think she isn't. Yeah, yeah. I was just wondering if... You were like, like ooh... And then you you kind of have to explore those possibilities. (laughs) Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. And so, like, it's either that it was just the convenience of how Kyla's power was working then, or Mm -hmm. because Kyla also says or said that she can, in a similar way to Lou, she can make sure that words that are around her don't reach others. Mm -hmm. And so I wonder if somehow that obstructed Lou's ability. Right. Yeah. So there's something that Kyla can do, because I don't doubt Lou's... um, loyalty but something kyla can do yeah we're adjacent to yeah okay yeah so i guess final thoughts i want to see what the rest of the wrath's powers are yes and i low-key stand an evil queen so yeah yeah uh kyla not melina yeah melina's Melina's just a brat yeah she is Mm -hmm. never grew up yeah um last thoughts Really excited that we just kind of didn't, we didn't have the runaround with sex with Rip and Aaron. Like, I think it has been, like I said, enough of an emotional slow burn that I was just happy that we were just able to like go balls deep, like right off the bat. Yeah. And yeah, I am kind of, I, I, I still feel like there's still more, you know, that we can see. Yeah. You know, cause Aaron hasn't like experience like a good relationship and so it would Maybe be a good anal yeah pegging. oh god yeah i don't i don't see 
that not like being in the sphere, you know, of yeah. like what this book, this yes. series has can accomplish. <laughs> like if we can see like the dark side, let's see like the, the fun, dirty, 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 mm-hmm. dirty side. I want to get, I want to see how filthy we can get. <laughs> yes. Because we all know Rip is dirty, dirty motherfucker. He is a dirty boy. He is. Oh, I'm so glad we have a dirty boy. Yes. Yes. We needed one. I love, you know, I love the sensual and the like yeah. body worshipers, but occasionally it's nice to read somebody who's a little raunchy. Yeah. And he definitely worships. Oh, I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, like yeah. sometimes it's like worshiping like a really like sensual, but he's... like I'm, I'm thinking like Castile and, and yes. Poppy. I was also thinking that. I think Rip, you could definitely see some like healthy like degradation from Rip. Yeah. You know, which Castile not so much yeah no yeah Cash deal is like he's like praise kink all yeah. the way yeah 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 so all right okay so um what are we reading next week um i think next week we're talking about um the death scenes no no that was last week that was last week yeah yes it was um, I I'm think pulling he, up the calendar right now. I think a light in the flame is back. Oh shit, it is. Because it comes out in two days, dude. Two days. Two days. Dude, my sister is, she's obsessed with it. I'm so excited. I'm like, ooh, I really want to talk to her about it on Thanksgiving. So she is, she like messaged <laughs> me and she took a screenshot of like our episode on Spotify and yeah. like sent it to me and said, I have read, listened to from blood and ash series i'm and shadow in the ember yes like she reads fast when she really wants like wants to read she reads fast and she's like while i'm waiting for the next one in shadow of the ember i'm rereading from blood and ash and i think she's already through like war of two queens oh my god (laughs) well okay so she um her weed shop is in port townsend which is like next to port angeles it's like across the water oh my god like a four-hour drive for her so she's so driving she's twilight okay yeah. sorry go ahead yeah yeah yeah. so <laughs> she's she's driving a lot and probably listening yeah. to it so that would make sense so i'm i'm excited for her i'm excited to get light in the flame um confirmation that my mailbox does work good um good. so i got my <laughs> i got a ticket in the mail so i uh oh <laughs> I was like, take it. I ran, a, I ran a yellow <laughs> light. Okay. It was not red. I do it all the time. And it, this just happened to be in a really bougie area that has like cameras. And I'm like, what the hell? I do this all the time. Like, it's raining. Like how you get you a don't... ticket for it and you're like, what's wrong? I do this all the time. <laughs> it's not, it's not okay. Because <laughs> if, if it's raining, you don't slam on your brakes. Yeah, during no, a yellow light. Very unsafe. Yeah. yeah. And so I was just like, okay, I can make a decision. Like, I'm just going to go. And then it turned red when I hit the intersection, which is still fine. Yeah. Whatever. If you're in the intersection when it's red, you actually, are you going to stop in the intersection? Yeah. What, yeah. what am I going to do? I should um, know. I don't have a license. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, but and it's it like. Because I was a bad driver. It's because I have a fear of driving. So. Yes. My yes. words mean nothing here, but I will happily support you. <laughs> you will be my passenger seat driver. Yeah, I'm a passenger princess. So. But also it's like, um, Milo is looking at it, at the ticket thing. And he's like, so it's actually just an infraction, like a park, like a parking ticket, which means yeah. it's not even about safety. It's about money. Yep. It's like, of course it is. Cause it's Redmond. It's like Bellevue. It's like, that's how they get half their money. The boot, it's like, that's where Amazon, that's where Amazon lives. Like yeah. where the people who work at Amazon live. <laughs> um, you can honestly fight those tickets, which is like, mm-hmm. like bureaucratic, bureaucratic incompetence right back yeah. at them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm going to do the ebook again because I'm still like, my plan is still to like, wait for the, a series to finish and then get the box set. Oh yeah. I, I fully support that. Yeah. And I'm excited for that unboxing video. Yes, that'll be um it'll be me sobbing because it's so expensive, yes. but also because it's so exciting. But I also like I just want <laughs> the covers to all be the same. I want to make sure that the size of the book is all the same because I've I've had it happen yeah. too many times where like I buy the books early. Yes. And then 
I fall in love with the series. I buy the latest book and the latest yes. book is for some reason, different parameters or different measurements to the last one. And yeah. it doesn't fit. And yeah. I'm not going to risk that. I refuse. Yeah. Lame. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, I, okay, real quick. I was going to send it to you, but I was like, I don't know, balls deep in some kind of Instagram thing, but yeah. there was a, um, Sarah J. Moss is releasing new covers to Throne of Glass. And they're oh, so cool. That. Yes. And I want them. And I'm like, so I really want to figure out how we can implement Throne of Glass in the podcast slash yeah. book club. Because I think it would be like a really fun, like, because it's very much more YA-ish, but also okay. sexy. I like YA. You know that. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and and I want to finish it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I want those books. <laughs> Maybe I'll get the um, box set. Um, yeah. Oh, no. Oh no. Um yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So next always week, excited about fun covers. I don't think we've said what we're reading next yeah. week. Yeah. Uh, no, we did. A light in the flame. Oh duh. Okay. So a light in the flame, yes. So yeah, we're gonna be doing a light in the flame. And that's gonna be fun. I'm already crying about it. I'm yeah. already I'm already hyperventilating. Yes. So excited. But also oh. currently <laughs> in the book club. Yeah. <laughs> Currently I just started thinking about Nyctus. Go ahead. <laughs> we are reading books that are like retellings of Greek myths. Yes. So the next book club meeting is going to be, what's this month? We're in November. Okay. Next month is December. The next book club meeting is going to be December 10th. Yes. So if you'd like to get on that, hop into the Discord where we have all of the details on what books we're reading and what books are upcoming. And um, when we meet exactly and all that yeah, stuff. When we meet exactly. We tend to do it an all day thing. And then you and I just like dedicate a specific hour where we know we're available. Yeah. We'll um, be chatting and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. otherwise, so some of the books that we're reading at this moment, we haven't had the, like when we're recording this, we haven't had the next book club yet. So we haven't decided. We're which currently one to read reading. Next. Yeah. We're currently reading uh, The Son of Achilles, which we're going to meet next Song. week. Song of Achilles. Song of Achilles. What did yeah. I say? Son. Oh my. That'd be a um, fun sequel, but yeah. <laughs> so, and I've um, already, I've already started it and I'm loving it. And then I think yeah. the next one we're kind of deciding between it's going to be probably Circe, Ariadne, or, or a thousand ships, a thousand ships. So yeah. we're going to kind of feel the discord and see which one we want to do next. So if you want to join yeah. us for one of those, head to the link in our bio to our discord and like, um, Melissa keeps us updated on all of the details. I try. You do. Um, and then that's also where we do our watch parties, which are going to yes. happen far more often now. Yes. That's so much so fun. Easy. It was yes. so easy. Okay. It was so easy. Okay. I love that. Okay. Well. All right. Well, until next week, happy reading. Happy reading. Bye. Bye.